The Big Shiny Robot Podcast is brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery. This is Tyson. This is John. This is Rebecca. This is Nick. This is still Tom. This is Lucas. And you're listening to the Big Shiny Robot Podcast. That is disgusting. <laughs> I'm very happy that that did not record. Oh, I'm bummed. Can we take it? Take one out. This is oh, Rebecca really and the Fortress the of Solid Dudes. <laughs> I'm really sad the Mick got canceled. Welcome to Rebecca and the Fortress of Solid Dudes. I'm your host, Rebecca. Let's go around the table and introduce ourselves to my left. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> To my right. And over here across the the table. I hate it as well. Okay, well, welcome to it. With special guest Jack. With special guest Jack, my special boy. Say hi. Special boy. (laughs) He's shy. Um, His heft makes him seem like he's like a small bernice mountain dog I rather think, than so we're gonna get his dna test back in two to three weeks oh, and did you I, send it to ancestry no <laughs> i don't want him to get caught for past serial killings but we sent it to some doggy dna wisdom panel and i think it'll come back like mostly bernese with some aussie chihuahua Chihuahua. Chihuahua. Do you ever had to carry the destroyer world <laughs> 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 just like I think about that a lot. Every time I see a mix, I always think of like a really small dog getting fucked by like a really big dog. <laughs> Best festival experience of my life. <laughs> I was in Bonnaroo in 2011. Random episode. Tripping, <laughs> tripping on LSD pretty hard. On a taxi. They have like golf cart taxis there. I was on a taxi going towards the main stage and like you're going through Shakedown where everyone's selling their wares and substances. Anyone selling drugs like dose, dose, they say it under their breath. Dank nuggets. <laughs> Rolls, you know? Dank and we're nuggets. going through and I'm just tripping Date hearing nuggets? all this Is that what shit. We call and then oh. and then I hear this dude go dog porn. And I was like, <laughs> Stop the cab. And I jumped up and I spun the dude around. I was like, Did you say what I just think you said? And he goes, Yeah, I got that Chihuahua on Labrador shit. And just starts listing all these weird dog. I think he was kidding. I don't really know. It blew my mind. I laughed for like B-B-W. 90 minutes straight. POV. Okay, <laughs> speaking of dogs fucking each other, Deadpool comes out next week. and Later this week. Later this week. In a Deadpool's few days. Deadpool's coming out soon. So to get you prepped, we got... You were off the moderator ball tonight. John on my right here to tell you all <laughs> about the Deadpool. Oh, hey, diddly ho there, Deadpoolers. We... <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Deadpool in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Poppy. <laughs> what's, what's, what's the sound like? Is this going right now? <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought we were just messing around. I like we were recording. I made eye contact with you. I made eye contact and nodded. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was 
not prepared for this. There's a bunch of red lights on this thing. Yep. No, that's even right. better. Go on, take it away with Deadpool commentary. Um, I don't have much commentary. I just <laughs> maybe you're like me. It's a primer. Yeah, you watch that trailer and you're like, who are all these people? Who are they? Who are they? Tell me. So I'm excited about this because did you? I love Deadpool. Did you guys watch the video I posted in the Slack channel? I did. Yes, I did. I really disliked that guy, but it was an entertaining I video. I, yeah, that yeah. I wish you would have watched it, John. Sorry, that's fine. Talk about your thing. I don't know. It gets, it gets awfully about, in the weeds, but my it. favorite part about that video is like, hey, everything I predict is always wrong. So here's my latest theory. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty great. Because yeah, all his uh, his I'm infinity for the one that he gets right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All his Infinity War like theories were very wrong. His Star Wars ones are always like wrong the Soul too. Stone and yeah. yeah. So Deadpool two. Yeah. So all these characters, I didn't know who a bunch of them were. So I looked into it and did a bunch of research for all you fine people. So should, we, should we start with like the, the obvious one? Cable? Yeah, we got Cable. No, the obvious one would be Deadpool. Well, right. <laughs> Give you a little background. Cable is the uh, Mr. Sinister took the genes of Scott Summers, Cyclops, and Madeline Pryor, the clone of Jean Grey, and combined them into a little baby. Uh, raised it to overthrow Apocalypse. And then... He got infected with uh, oh, yeah. the, that virus, which is... Apocalypse so found out about the yeah. baby, infected him with the nanotechno virus. you're really focused yeah, on yeah. burn right now. <laughs> I'm trying not to throw <laughs> just trying to, I'm, I'm going to try to keep you on track. He's so he gets like, the virus. So Nathaniel Dayspring's Aksani Summers. So hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me just tell, take one step back. Yeah. The virus is what gives him the metal arm. That like is not that is not like a bionic it's arm. It's taken over his whole body. He so he's this omega level mutant. Mm-hmm. He's like one of the most powerful telepaths, teleconnects in the world, but all his power goes to stopping that metal yep. arm from spreading. All his over telekinetic the rest. power goes to yeah. stopping that, yeah. Stopping it from taking over his body. So it's like it goes up his arm and then a little bit onto his chest and back. And like so he's constantly like in the back of his head, focusing on keeping that virus at bay and from taking over his whole body. Correct. So I just wanted to jump in and say that's that's what the metal arm is. For the yeah, it's not a uh, winter soldier a, yeah, scenario a, yeah. here. It does not make him stronger. Exactly. So sorry. Carry on. No, that's it. So, Wait, so it's just like a regular like regular strength metal arm. Uh, no, I think it does give him like some like I, I don't. He, I mean, the thing is, is he's already super strong to begin with. Like, I don't, so I don't think it really enhances mm. anything. He have like fancy ass shields and shit too. He's got big ass guns. Yeah, are you, are you thinking of Coulson? No, because like, can't he like block? <laughs> well, so there's been different things. Are you okay. thinking like '90s cartoons? That is all cable? I know about Cable. Okay, so that yeah, that's a little off. They do right. a little bit all here right. and there. But does I think in the movie we're getting just Cable. I don't think we're gonna see a ton of power from him, other than possibly the teleportation device, mm-hmm. which was in his arm. Maybe that's what it is because he's like protected for like a minute yeah. after he shifts. I, I know like Rob Liefeld cable. So if he has feet, like plus one. Well, they actually frame every shot in the movie from his shins up. Good. Good. <laughs> it sounds like something they would do. Um, no, so he's got the teleportation device, but that's not a power. It's a device that he has, which in the comics, Deadpool eventually gets one. And yeah. It's his belt buckle. Body it's slide. Like, yeah, exactly. Two. And uh, yeah, so cable. Um, I think in the movie he's going to be super strong, super durable, and have like quite the armament with him. 
I don't think I'm curious to, to know like how deep they go into his history because I mean they can go into the mutant history stuff because I think Fox. it's gonna be as simple as he's just a guy from the future totally yeah they're not yeah. gonna I don't dive think it'll into be any. I, don't I think, think that'll be saved for like X-Force yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think Deadpool takes itself too seriously right. to really care about I could see an offhand comment that he's Scott Summer's son and that'd be the end of it. Like some offhand or allusion to it and then it's it's not like a thread to pick up. It's just for the comic see, fans or something. I, I don't even think they would do that because Deadpool, in my opinion, is the movies are all about Deadpool. It is like Deadpool wrote and produced this movie himself because right. it's solely focused on Deadpool. Right. And so he w- wouldn't take the time to elaborate or even include a joke about Cable's history. Right. Unless it directly related to his own history and ties with Fox or whatever. You know? Yeah. So should we talk about Domino? Because I fucking love me some Domino. Yeah. Nina Thurman. This was interesting when I was reading about this because I kind of forgot about it, but... This made me think about Kill Bill a lot. So her name, Nina Thurman. She married this doctor, Bill Thurman, <laughs> who called her Beatrice, and she oh. was a hired assassin. Mm-hmm. That's like Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Yeah, that's like yeah. the exact plot. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, so when they first announced Movie Domino, my brother posted on my Facebook some sort of comment about how she's black, question mark. Oh, no. And... I was like, wrong place to post that, buddy. <laughs> and and everybody jumped friends. in. And I just like kind of stood back like, you haven't Sorry, got dude. <laughs> um, I, Like I was, I like I it. didn't give two shits <laughs> yeah, about Yeah, everyone the... thought it, but they didn't fucking say it. <laughs> I didn't give two shits about the casting until I started watching Atlanta. And then I was like, oh, that's, uh, what's, what's her name on Atlanta? Uh, Van. Van. It's Van from Atlanta. So I'm stoked on that. And also I love, there's another character, um, I think maybe in the DC universe, I can't remember his name, but I, where they just have the, their power is that the odds are just in their favor within like a circumference around them at all times. Oh, and well, hers is like, I saw It's like, she can't make impossible things happen, but right. she can make highly improbable things right. happen, but it has to be within her line of sight. Right. And she has to like take action. She can't so, just, st- so like, let's imagine. Oh, okay. The roof is caving in, and she looks up. If she just stood there, she would be crushed and killed by the debris. But if she were to do like a cartwheel, it would magically move her in just a way where nothing touches right. her at all. Oh. It's a really cool. It's a really cool power. I've always enjoyed her in the comic books. She's been in Deadpool comics and X Force comics several, several times. Oh, forever. I mean, she led X Force. That's an interesting thing about this: is every character in this movie has led X Force mm-hmm. at one point or another. The entire team, with the exception of Shatterstar, I believe, that led X Factor, not X Force. So. Um, but she, so she's in the film and I'm, I was super excited when they announced that she was in the film and then I'm super stoked on the casting now that I'm more familiar with the actress. Yeah. Um, I just want the face paint, you know, yeah, really that's always did. my hang up is it happened and like, I really wanted the actual Scarlet Witch costume right. in Avengers wow. yeah. with the headset. I know it's not <laughs> practical, but like. If you her were super powered, not practical. In a, what? She got a duster. Her sweet leather duster. corset and duster and heels. Pay attention when she's in the room with Vision. She's got high, thin high heels on. But then when she's out in the field, she's got boots on. Yeah, she changed. Is that that impossible in a movie of super? Are you just jealous that she's better in heels than you? Listen, <laughs> I could kick. I'm not, not following. I don't see what the problem is. Explain. 
Why would you take the time? One, why not just not wear practical. the boots in the first place? Because maybe she want to look nice for Vision. They're on a date. Look, we can we can either talk Captain Marvel after we talk Deadpool, or we can really get into the Scarlet Witch stuff. Which would you rather do, Rebecca? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking got her. That's all I'm saying. Is if I was a super powered person in a world of regular people, I would dress super eccentric, super gaudy. And I would be fucking like Starman, David Bowie. Yeah, just ridiculous. Yeah. So many cod pieces. So, all right. So let's move on from Domino. Sorry. So next on the list, this is my most intriguing uh, Zeitgeist. Yes. Which is played by uh, what's his name, the It guy. Oh, the, the other the, Scars the, the second ugliest Scarsgard. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the first ugliest? He's not the ugliest. The first ugliest is the one in the West World. Which one's the one in the West World? The like shaved head guy that's like showing up like oh, okay what do we got going on here and he's like the businessman leading the team through westworld oh, right yeah, now okay. that's a scars guard he's the ugly scars guard so many scars guards <laughs> they got he's more the kids ugly than one. mrs wayne's <laughs> episode titled that's a scars guard and they're just like it's because people are just casting them because they see the last name scars garden like must be good they're like wait yeah. who the oh, fuck is this Stellan guy kids all right, whatever. It's a scars guard. My initial reaction was, oh, don't you mean the ugly Hemsworths? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's there too. The meth Damon. That's <laughs> so. This character Zeitgeist, greatest backstory ever as far as means getting powers. He is fifteen, sixteen, gets wasted, starts making out with a chick, throws up, learns he spews like acidic goo out of his mouth <laughs> melts her face <laughs> and is just plagued by guilt for the rest of his life and he's like maybe if I could remember her name I wouldn't feel bad anymore <laughs> I hope they cover that origin <laughs> it, is, it is for Deadpool that would, that would be fit in That's so thing. Like, perfectly yeah. so uh, but why does he go by Zeitgeist? Yeah, I don't. No explanation. Just why don't you go going. ask the guy that spews venom why he calls himself Zeitgeist? Um, <laughs> Much like the culture, I'm just spewing unpopular things. <laughs> You're gonna hate this guy because based on if they go anywhere near the comics, he is like pure ego. Surrounds hmm. himself with models all the time. Oh, it's gonna be real Tony Stark. Oh boy, Doctor Strange. Does he do it like? Because of the implication, like you better hang out with me or else I'm gonna throw up in your face. And they're like, "Okay, Danny, no, just watch." He's trying to numb the pain of melting one beautiful woman's face off by surrounding himself with beautiful women. He doesn't melt. They're gonna make him an incel guy. (laughs) (laughs) An An incel. I just learned about it. We'll talk about it after Please the podcast. I don't know what that is. Oh, you're in for a treat. <laughs> yeah. Get ready to hate Christ. Even Got a more. YouTube documentary um, to Terry, point your way. You all right? Terry Crews, Bedlam. <laughs> yes, Yay! Bedlam. Bedlam. Um, interesting character. He's, He's kinda... got like a bioelectric. I thought he'd be like super strong. That is not his power. Nope. He's got this bioelectric field, can disrupt all machinery. So he's like a electronics. personal EMP? That's exactly kind of, but he can also like disrupt the uh, the electrical fields of like your mind because your mind has electrical fields. Pain, go to sleep, things like that. That's how your brain works. Yes. So obviously, a role for Terry Crews. Yeah, obviously, he's super the most yoked guy in Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) I'm curious to see what they do because the brain stuff wasn't until much later in his like character 
development. Again, I could see that not even like coming into play in a Deadpool movie. I don't know. Yeah. He also it's had too, like the most depth. gnarly death in comic books. What was it? He was crucified on the church or on the lawn of the X Mansion. Bullshit! Oh, shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Church of Humanity. It oh, was my God. Gnarly. Yikes. Yeah. Hi, Jack. Um, and then Shatterstar. Shatterstar. Everyone, like, so I don't know Jack shit about Shatterstar, but everyone's losing their shit. Well, so people are stoked about Shatterstar because he was the first gay character in X-Men. Is this and the fat kid? No. No. This is, uh, he's wearing all white. Yep. And and wasn't that like? So and it that, was the first gay kiss in all of comic books. And then the first gay marriage. Him right? and Richter didn't he oh. get married. Who did no, Colossus the marry? first marriage was a uh, North, North Star, Star and uh, his That's right. boy. Yeah, wasn't that who Colossus married? Colossus is gay now, right? No, that was an ultimate. Oh. ultimate. Yeah, yeah. Colossus getting married to Kitty Pride right yeah. now. The wedding special. Right. Oh, we're missing, we're missing it. Oh my God. Oh, we <laughs> in time for the reception. I know. Let's keep this going. Um, so Shatterstar, but like, what are his powers? Like, so he's what's, what's the son. Story? This is crazy. He's the son of Dazzler oh, okay. and the X Man Longshot. Oh, but as you continue reading, Longshot's the other one I was thinking. You of. find out that Mephisto sent Shatterstar back in time, and it turns out that Longshot is actually a clone of Shatterstar. Great. Who then had a baby, which is Longshot. It's crazy. <laughs> he is his own dad. That's what happens. That's what Essentially. happens. Essentially. We'll get to it. God. He's looking for ties. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do with this Longshot dude. was the other one I was thinking of, though. Because Shatterstar is, like, ridiculous. His powerless, it's this whole thing here. Jesus. Yeah, it just keeps going. He's super strong. He's super agile. He's got incredible dexterity and coordination. He has hollow bones, which make him extra light, so He's he can do crazy lover. acrobatics. <laughs> and then he has the two swords, which when he bangs them together, they create like a vibrational shock. Hmm. And he can teleport. But if he does, he has to take a nap for two hours after. Same. Oh, shit. Like, right where he lands? Yeah, he's what? got to rest like, right away. So, so, so two hours minimum. Guys, I got to just lay down. Hours. <laughs> he can teleport, but he always has to teleport to his bed. I took a nap right here. And he can only teleport to people he's close with. It's called the empathic bond. He needs so an, he can only teleport like five feet, but then he's got to nap for a minute? Hey, Mom, no, no, I gotta lay down. Emotionally close, Rebecca, you um. monster. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca's not sure Rebecca what that's like. Understand emotions. You know why? She's like, because Carol Danvers has all of her emotional oh, memories removed. And uh, then the final Peter. character is Pete. Peter W. Peter W. Obviously, Peter Wisdom. I'm really excited to see what they do with this. Peter so, Wisdom is like this super spy. He ran M6 and then M13. So the video I shared. So the video that Rebecca shared yeah. goes into that whole thing that Peter in the the trailers isn't just Peter. He's a MI6 agent. Uh, I guess I should say spoilers. I mean, the actor has ruined it. He made a fake Facebook or Twitter account Twitter for his character account. that yeah. says Peter W. He didn't, obviously. He didn't, he didn't make that. It was Fox made that. He does it, though, because like, well, it's a comedian yeah. that runs it. Rob Delaney. But yeah. there was a whole funny. contest called Be funny. Deadpool Second because on Rob Twitter. Rob Delaney? Mm-hmm. Wish my last name was Mulaney. Maybe my career would go better. He's <laughs> in Deadpool too, as Peter. What it was the first like. But one of the one of the main things is um, the child that's in, that cables after in the film that we suss out from the trailer 
is uh, his power is he can, it, it's kind of like uh, what's that X Men uh, uh, Pyro Flamo. Pyro. He can make the flame. He doesn't need yeah, a flame originally. Yeah, that's not Pyro. That's uh no, he, no, no. no. Pyro like can make. Yeah, Pyro yeah. controls fire, but he can't make it. But, but this, this kid, kid in Deadpool can, can make yeah, it. Yeah, he was in uh, Days of Future Past at the beginning. What the fuck's his name? Sunspot. Jesus yeah, Christ, Jack. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so Peter W. hit one, of, like, or his main power is that he can absorb like massive amounts of energy. And he makes so, fire knives with his hands. Yeah, he so absorbs the, all solar and ambient heat mm-hmm. and so, so the hot knives. The kind of the question is, for those who are with this theory, that he is Peter. Um, is he going to have Peter the wisdom. hot knives? Well, yeah, yeah well, oh and is it that he knows who he, like, he's aware of who he is and he's an undercover agent or is he really just like, are they going to play him out as like a normal guy? And then somehow over the course of him going on the adventure at Deadpool, like he's, Finds out that I can the see power. them playing it that way. Like not he parachutes the, in and they're doing shit, and all of a sudden he's like, "Hey guys, check this out. Look what I can do." Yeah, mm. like or like he's you know he's just the normal guy like doing his best. Or I can see that as the twist being like he's the real villain. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, in the comics he's like, "I'm fucking all these girls. I'm such a badass." And in the movie he's, just, "I'm Peter. Hi, I'm I'm your dad. Yeah, like I mean, my New Balance I, shoes it would and make my khakis." Sense that he just joins to be undercover. I gotta this. It sounds like Deadpool just put an open ad out, yeah. and they're like, "We should probably see what this lunatic's about." Yeah. Um, so what they did on Twitter was they held the contest for be Deadpool's second, because Deadpool only followed one Twitter account, which was Hello Kitty, and so there's a whole contest about being Deadpool's second. But the winner quote was this Peter W guy, and who, then there's the whole. 1974. Oh, that was the year that the year he makes his like Wolverine and yeah, yeah. And he's following like some Twitter account of a school in England randomly, which Mm -hmm. would be where where you yeah. Um. So the one other thing I want to touch on just real quick before we get into Captain Marvel. Oh, the school in England. You mean Excalibur, where the British mutants are trained by Moira Mataggart? Not that. It's actually like a because Pete Wisdom was led the led Excalibur forever. (laughs) Moira Mataggart is like one of the coolest. (laughs) Um, Deadpool's girlfriend. Yes. Uh, I don't remember her character in the film, but Marina Bakarin. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's all. It's it's Marina. Like that's Marina Bakarin. Marina oh, Bakarin is like the sorry, important I didn't part. Put the accent on the right spot. Um, put the uh, emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> yes, I. That's what I did. Um, <laughs> Jackass. There's still some theories that somehow she either turns into or really is death. Mm. You think they'll ever go that route? Because there's that whole thing where Deadpool's love of his life is. My thing is, is like no, that's Thanos. <clears throat> no, but it's it's Deadpool too. It's like a love triangle between the three of them. <laughs> of course it is. I can see Deadpool boy pulling out a big purple dildo. Why would that? I don't think so. That's unnecessary. It seems like yeah. a deep cut. Yeah. I think right. if they didn't do it with Thanos, where that is the sole purpose of his character, I don't think they're going to do it with Deadpool. Where like they threw that in a few years ago, and now yeah. it's a big thing. I was just curious. I don't. I don't know if because Deadpool hasn't. I mean, he's had girlfriends and stuff but like female taskmaster it was gross <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't think they're gonna do anything yeah. deep cut into comics yeah. i think because they try to make deadpool mostly accessible to like everybody like yeah like so emily is burned the fuck out on all these avengers like marvel movies but she really liked deadpool sure Did she not see avengers she dude she yeah she didn't watch any of them. she got really burned out just like they're all the same which they are they are. You yeah. can't. You gotta. If you enjoy the genre, you enjoy. I'm the genre. sure, like Thor Ragnarok, but everything else, it's just it's too much. 
and there are so many. There's been like seven in a year. It's too many. So I think just looking ahead, though, the, the only big question is um, Ryan Reynolds has mentioned that he doesn't see a need for a Deadpool 3. And then he said something else that insinuates that they might, they'll, it'll be Deadpool 1, Deadpool 2, and then Deadpool 3, quote unquote, will be X-Force. Like, I think that's already said in mo- They've Right, because they, they're X-Force introducing movie. the whole X-Force. And he has the X-Force suit for like one second in the trailers yeah. they've been releasing. I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure they've confirmed that X-Force is a thing. Yeah. Well, well yeah. That's, th- that, and that's the thing that well, I actually Fox straight up about. said that Deadpool's in it. This all happened because of the Team J. Miller meltdown. Right. With all the allegations that have come I'm out against him. I'm going to call it a bomb him. threat. Uh, they straight up women. said, he is in Deadpool 2. We're too far along. We're not going to cut any of his scenes. Yeah, He is not in X-Force. Implying that Deadpool very much is in X-Force. Um, and then they just kind of skate around it. But I, like, I do like the fact that they... Because after Deadpool, they, they announced that there will be an X-Force movie. I like that just all of a sudden Deadpool 2 trailer drops and there's X-Force in it. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I dig that. So, and then, yeah, anyway, God forbid this Disney deal goes through. I on it, like, I, if it goes through, like, honestly, I don't think it'll impact Deadpool. Oh, I'm so stoked. I, I, didn't I read a thing that Comcast was going to, like, torpedo it? No, Comcast is, well, so Comcast has their own thing going on and, like, they want to purchase it, but, um, Time or Fox would prefer to have like the Disney stock offerings. None of it should fucking happen because all media is in fucking six hands. We don't need it to be in five hands. Like, I know we all want to see this fucking movies, but literally everything is owned by too few companies already. This is bad. Rogue to suck Carol Danvers dry, dude. So that would be that's the thing is it would be amazing. It would be amazing, but I would rather somebody come in and fucking blow apart all these trusts and we'd have a bunch more companies different episode yes this is an angry political nick episode <laughs> this is that was a good segue though into captain marvel yeah that's so, what, that's take what it i away, do rebecca you know that's welcome what to I captain know. marvel corner uh, i've had a lot of people ask me about captain marvel and I where they should lot. start Wait, wait, wait. Go back to what, what you just said. Captain um, Marvel Corner? Carol Danvers. My mom's interested in Carol <laughs> Tom Holland's got a better ass than me. Listen. <laughs> she's she's repping all the flat ass girls out there. That's just that's it's what's going fine. on. It's just her suit. Let's not judge her based on her appearance and rather her skills. Uh, fine. Tell us about her skills. Cool. Captain Marvel. And when I say tons of people asking... At least four. <laughs> um, it's at least so, two more than I thought. <laughs> uh, I like to have as much knowledge as possible before I go into a thing because I'm like that. So if you want to be as obsessive as I am, I would say start with Captain Marvel number 18 from 1969 giggity where (laughs) (laughs) noise where she first gets her powers from an explosion um of the psych talking with your hands your dog's going crazy (laughs) (laughs) like you're jack be a good boy jack go see nick jack 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 whatever um but it so i took some time this week to reread the history of carol danvers which i did not know this if you pick up in pursuit of flight uh captain marvel in pursuit of flight um they have a whole detailed history of her 
in the back of the book, which is much more helpful than it was on Wikipedia. <laughs> Notes. I like Marvel published a better thing than Wikipedia, yeah. which is so I will say in general, Marvel's been killing it with that as far as trying to make things accessible at the end of every single issue or trade you buy that's come out since 2018 started. They give like a four page, pretty detailed history that's about rad. the character. Yeah. Oh, here's a- it's cool. You gave me a bunch of stuff to read like when they announced the Captain Marvel movie. Did I? You, well, you told me like, yeah, start here. And I was like, eh. so okay. I actually, I, let me, can I ask you some questions? Yes. All right. So I haven't even started talking yet. I know. <laughs> well, I just, <laughs> might. I that's the plan. We want to just fucking railroad her. So first is a personal question. I didn't know you were such like a big Captain Marvel fan until they announced the Captain Marvel movie yes. and like that she was going to be in the MCU. Yes. So prior to that, I mean, has Captain Marvel always been your favorite? Has this something that's happened in the last like, two, three, five, ten years. So really a, fun thing gap. that happened <laughs> um, because this was published in 2012. Um, I think the first issue came out in 2012. Um, I was working next door to Dr. Volts and I went over just to like look around at stuff and the second issue of this run had come out and he had it on the counter and I really was like drawn to the cover. So I was like, oh, cool. I'll pick this up. And Wait, real quick. How much did he stumble over his words because you're a girl in his store? Oh, it, it doesn't have. I, I went there a lot. Oh, okay. So like, <laughs> yeah, no, I went there a lot. Oh, okay. So, uh, so I picked it up and I was like, wow, I really like this. And the more I read it and um, I took some time to because the best piece of advice I ever got was you will never understand what's going on in any comic any ever and so i was like okay cool so i did what i could to research more about the character and i really liked her as a character um so ever since then i was like picking up comics weekly and reading more about her and cured a lot more um yeah all right yeah personal answer yeah no i was no i was i was curious i because i mean my knowledge of captain marvel is like pretty thin so the Good things are happening in hockey. All right. Real good things. So the Captain Marvel uh, film is set to come out next year. March 19th. Yep. It's not like it's marked on your calendar or anything. It's on International Women's Day. That's very appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, they teased her at the uh, post credit scene of Infinity War. Uh, Infinity War. Mm-hmm. So hinting that she's probably going to be the big gun. So She is going to be the big gun. So give us a breakdown of... So the movie's going to happen in the 90s. Yes. And And according to like a ton of different, not just from Kevin Feige, but from a lot of reliable sources, it'll be a huge game changer of a movie. Um, So what I was telling you, you think they'll be like retconning some stuff? I don't think they'll be retconning some stuff. But what I so I told John my theory, I think they're going to introduce elements of secret invasion. Oh, that'd be awesome. Because looking at set pictures of Avengers 4, a lot of um, Captain America, especially he's in his first Avengers costume. Oh, but, so like flashback or something. But Ant Man is also there. I have a theory but on is this, it but that is a discussion Michael Douglas Ant Man. No, it's no, it's uh, it's Paul Rudd Paul for Rudd. sure. Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah. I have I have a theory on this that is too much for this episode. Okay, you can tell me afterwards. We'll all discuss it. But I so what I think they're going to do with the movie because in the synopsis there's an emphasis on the Kree Scroll War, so I think the elements of Scroll will be introduced and then they will use elements of secret invasion in 
Infinity War Part 2. That makes me more excited for the movie than I already was. So break it down. What do we need to know about Captain Marvel? Okay, Who is she? So, what are her powers? What's her history? Like, So in the upcoming notes. movie, um, Jude Law is playing a character called Walter Lawson, also known as Marvell, the original Captain Marvel. Um he is a Kree soldier sent to Earth as a spy who, as all alien spies do, grow to love Earth and humanity, and eventually Carol Danvers. Um, which, don't do that, because then your lover will be used against you in a battle. So she gets kidnapped by yon who is his former like military leader or something like that. He's the Sinestro. He's Think the Sinestro. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so there is a battle between Marvell and yon Rog that happens, but nearby, because yon Rog is going to use this device called the Psych Magnetron, um, which is already uh, broken or faulty in some way. Um, so during the battle, it explodes and hits Carol Danvers and Marvell. And the description of the Psych Magnetron is super dumb. Like, it makes your imagination into reality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> imagination. It's a weapon. But because in the explosion, her DNA melds with Marvell's DNA, so she becomes a half Cree, half human person. Um, but with that, she also absorbs all of his skills, all of his knowledge, all of his memories, and all of his powers. They call him Kruggles. <laughs> what? Half Cree, half. <laughs> oh, I get it. Kruggle. Uh, you dirty Kruggle. <laughs> um, and that's how she becomes Ms. Marvel. Um, cut to the future. Marvel dies not from a fun superhero battle, but of lung cancer. <laughs> <laughs> he had a three pack a day habit. And on, it's fucking stupid. They call it the Black Death. <laughs> they do call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. it's. it's uh, yeah, the Kree have like some dumb retarded name for it. So, so real quick, um, the Black Death. No, it's like that's the translation, the black death. But the actual word for it is like black murderino or something like like that. That's a different podcast. So yeah. when she's Miss Marvel, is that when she's got like the black leotard with like the yellow yeah, so she lightning bolt s thing? Yeah, so she starts red, out with the sash. she starts yeah. out with the leotard with the Hollis star in the middle because it looks like Marvel's uniform, right? Um, but then she changes into that black, that one. black one. Yeah. Um, so he dies, and on his deathbed, he's like, Carol Danvers, you must take the mantle of Captain Marvel. Ugh. Now, were the negabands in play for that transition? His, like, cosmic power bands? Oh, I don't know. Okay. I think this is already, like, said. the nerdiest sounding thing we've ever talked about. I'm here for it. Like, no, it's just funny because yeah. it's like this big movie and it's just like the Mega Cyclotron and the Nigabands and the Kree School War and uh, it's just, it's funny. That's um, all. Yeah, I think it was just a thing that he said. You know, like when your grandma dies and she's like, take care of my daisies. <laughs> and so 30 years goes by and she's like, fuck, I guess. Because Carol Danvers goes through some shit that is not cool. She kind of gets the short end of the of the stick as a per, being a person goes. <laughs> That's a very, very polite way to say rape. <laughs> yeah. She gets raped and impregnated, and then she gets gives birth to her rapist, and he's like Purple Man, but in space, and the Avengers are like, oh, sorry. And she's like, fuck all. And so she fucks off to San Francisco, and then Rogue comes and steals her powers and her memories. and then Listen, Rogue didn't do it on purpose. 
All right. She's trying to cover 30 years of history. Real <laughs> quick. She, did. she joined, she she joined did. the Brotherhood she of the Evil Mutants, and Mystique was, was totally like, go get Carol Danvers, yeah. and she's like, oh, okay. Listen, my 90s cartoon fucking show, cartoon yeah. show That's because they needed that to have a happy ending. They have never reconciled. <laughs> so, for, so Professor X gets her her memories and her, I don't remember how she gets her powers back. It's through her augmented DNA. and But she gets her memories back, but without the emotional bonds that comes with it. So that's like an even worse torture. And blah, 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 blah. She so, develops alcoholism and Tony Stark helps her out through her alcoholism. My legitimate question here, not being an asshole. Mm-hmm. Like a fifth, like a 16th of this is going to make it into the movie. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a scumbag move by Tony Stark, by the way. If Open you're a man, alcoholism. you do not sponsor a woman or vice versa. Cause... Oh, you know Tony was trying to hit that. Oh, well, yeah, they totally. Slept, they slept together. Yeah, yeah. that's... Yeah. They call that... Uh, but Tony in the Whatever. comics is <laughs> not as great of a person as he is in the movies. He's not a great person in the movies. Well, but I'm just saying even worse. He's a worse person. He'd probably Rob Lowe that shit. So anyway, Speaking 2012 rolls along, and they decide to reboot Captain Marvel with um, In Pursuit of Flight, which... I didn't know this until this week is volume seven in the original Captain Marvel trade series. So there's Captain Marvel, the death of Captain Marvel number volume number six, and then volume seven, this Captain Marvel with Carol Danvers as the captain. And it was kind of recreation of the character, not just a change in name because she had been Miss Marvel, but unfortunately for her, she was kind of on the wrong side of everything leading up to this book as far as civil war she was on tony's side in civil war so the wrong side the wrong side but and then she leads um like the new avengers for a while and and that was a mess yeah like I said, she gets the yeah, short end yeah, of the stick totally. a lot. So, so this that's is like cool. a, but this book is a great fucking book. It's a great it's awesome. so it's a great place to start because it redefines her character and it explores her time on Earth and um, the negative effects of her powers as well because she has like a brain lesion that if she flies it will make her head explode basically <laughs> or it will kill her like it'll be a brain tumor yeah. that kills her um so it's all about how she's not allowed to fly and captain america is like stop flying and she's like don't tell me what to do and but if you want to read a version of captain marvel that will probably tie more closely into the movie higher further faster more when they rebooted it in 2014 i think yeah 2014 um takes place in space and she does a lot of space stuff with different alien races and hooks up with the guardians of the galaxy and does stuff with the guardians of the galaxy. So that's probably where they will pull most of their source material because also this is the book that you see Brie Larson reading when she first gets cast. And so I was like, well, why don't you just read that one first? Like, yeah, I think this is where I started with the in pursuit of flight. Mm-hmm. Super good. I don't like the art in it, but uh, I really I love the like art. the gritty kind of. The art, I think, closer towards the back is the art that I really like. But like, I see pages that I really like, and I see other pages. I'm like, mm. yeah. So, but that com- but that version also introduces Monica Rambo, who was also Captain Marvel for a while. Um, I don't know how, but the and Monica Rambo will be in the movie. So, all right. So let's let's kind of switch gears to the movie now. Yeah. So, as we said, confirmed takes place in the '90s, mm-hmm. and we're thinking that it's it's not going to retcon, but it's going to reveal some of the history of the Marvel universe pre Iron Man one, where it all kind of started, mm-hmm. and perhaps change the game for the entire MCU. 
Yeah, so what I, when she gets paged at the end of Infinity War, what I think it is, is she is on planet Hala, the Kree planet, and Nick Cage, Nick Cage, Nick Fury <laughs> has her as their code red failsafe, and so he pages her, because it, it looks like a pager from the 90s, yeah. that was the last time he <laughs> yeah, saw her, was, was the 90s, yeah. and so she's probably on planet Hala, um, Holla. And <laughs> so, God damn it. so let me interject here. Yeah. So what, like planet Hala is the Cree planet. Okay. And so does she, it's like the throne world of the Cree empire. Okay. So, so that's fine. But like, why did, does she go there as like a, a journey to Mecca? Like what, like, um, maybe, but also I think to assist in the Cree scroll war. Okay. I think she's called back. That's what we find. I'm willing to bet that the end of Captain Marvel, something movie. along those and lines. And there's a lot. Cause, for set photos of her movie and in Avengers 4, she's got a green suit on rather mm-hmm. than the red, gold, and blue that we're used to. Which is the Kree color. Which is the color of the, the Kree military yeah. uniforms. Yep. And so either she gets that from Marvel after she gets her powers or she gets it from the Kree militia because that is their uniform. Yes, John. The huge flaw within this is Ronan. If so Ronan, Ronan was out there doing what he's doing, would she not be sent to take him down? Ronan had a thing against Marvel at some point. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. So when he goes rogue from the Kree Empire, would they not send Carol out to And I think that's the important thing to note. Or though. would they they or would they send Marvel out or Yon Rog out? Well, no, no, but Ronan in Guardians, if she's just out in the Kree world in space, Space is a real big place. I agree. That is that, that is that same question of where was Thor during whatever, like when uh blah, blah, Winter Soldier. Where what like why didn't Thor? Thor just had do this? family issues. That's you can ask that for totally, any. totally. Yeah, no, I, I get it. And so also, um, I think it's important to note that the ties to the Kree and therefore to Carol Danvers has already been well established in both the MCU and the television. Uh, Carol Danvers hasn't been mentioned it no, at no no all. not 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 but the Cree. oh the Cree, yeah the creators Kree. of the inhumans yeah because yes so in agents of shield the Cree play a big role in this current, the current season, season but they're the blue Cree and not the pink Cree. because mm. over time the blue Cree evolve into the pink Cree. right and and ronin which i don't know how they're going to tackle that ronin the accuser is a blue Cree. a blue Cree. so they've they've already introduced like certain aspects that will tie into captain mm. marvel's universe so one thing I'll, I'll tell you this i am excited for this movie to take because i think it's a really smart move i think with everything that happened in infinity war everyone's waiting for avengers 4 now whatever that's going to be called right yes which i think we'll be hearing about pretty I, soon. and i think Ant, I, i'm curious the one i'm curious to see is how ant-man and the wasp handles i will their continuity with this i have an idea on that okay um but then i like ideas over there i like the fact that one of the movies that they're putting in between the two avengers films is like all right let's take it back to the 90s and introduce you to this new character who's going to be in avengers 4 and probably kick a lot of ass but also we're going to reveal some additional information about this universe in between these two epic events of the avengers like i I think Mm -hmm. her movie isn't just a is going to be a big deal because it's her and she's a great character with an awesome story and going to be like the powerhouse of the Marvel Cinematic Universe now. But also it's going to be a huge part of the MCU story 
I think it'll be a huge prequel reveal type yeah, thing. Exactly. Um, a prequel. <laughs> <laughs> um, I heard a theory that um, assuming all of the characters who disappeared in Infinity War stayed disappeared and dead, even though there's an upcoming Black Panther sequel, there's an upcoming Spider-Man sequel. Um, those events may not necessarily take place after Infinity War. They might be prequels to Infinity War. So like after Spider-Man Homecoming, but before Infinity War, what was Peter Parker up to between then? Everyone has learned their lesson about paying for movies like that. It's called Star Wars Episode 1 through 3. No one wants to do that ever again. <laughs> Brian, go ahead and email us at... Like he's listening <laughs> yeah, Brian, email years. us. Um, um, but yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, I think she... I think she might be the one to yield one or any of the infi infinity stones to like fix everything. Yeah. I would still maintain that like Stark and or Rogers are going to sacrifice themselves. To so I, I, think she's, I, I think she's going to roll in and just beat the living shit out of Thanos. I was very much uh team Tony dying, but I don't think they can kill Tony and bring in Captain Marvel because of their relationship in the comic books. Yeah, Carol Danvers and Captain America have a pretty good like friendship in the comic books, but Tony is like the one who gets her in the Avengers, the one who helps her through her alcoholism, the one who like gets helps her through everything. Her yeah, with his penis, <laughs> huge quotes. Uh, but so I, it's changing my mind on the fact that I think they would kill Tony. So I'm super excited for this film. I was bummed because I thought it was coming out this, like later this year. <laughs> it was, it was like, supposed oh, to come out February of this year. Oh, really? I didn't know that. I, yeah, was, I thought then, it was like the, the, the end cap to the summer for Marvel. It was supposed to come out February of this year, but then Marvel was like, mm, Spider-Man Homecoming instead. And so they pushed it back a full year. Hmm. Okay. Well, I guess we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. March 2019. 19. March 19th. <laughs> 2019. Yep. Awesome. All right, Bye. Guys. Okay, thanks. Bye. This episode has been brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery. Located at 94 East, Fort Union Boulevard in Midvale, Utah. Please make sure to like and rate us on iTunes.